Hello viewers, Shadow here with Team Shadow with our Intelligent Gaming Podcast. Uh, this is the first of what we hope to be many, many podcasts in the future. Uh, today we're going to talk about a classic, a game that both uh, Tater Sauce here and I really enjoy called Pokemon. We've been playing it for a long time and we're going to kind of go through a bit of a timeline and just discuss the games. With me here is my partner, as I've already mentioned, Tater Sauce of Team Shadow. Uh, she is an amazing gamer. We've been playing together for a long time. Uh, we've played a number of games across platforms from uh, PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, uh, PC games. Does not matter. We will play anything, even some mobile games. I know that's kind of viewed as heresy mm -hmm. sometimes. But uh, Tater Sauce, you want to get us started? Well, sure. Um, I mainly just wanted to talk about Let's Go Eevee. Um, I recently purchased the game. I found out that it is mainly it's Pokemon Yellow just updated uh, I loved Pokemon Yellow so I just mainly wanted to talk about the comparisons and contrasting between between the two just all the differences the they really I mean they really updated the game I mean of course but <laughs> it's I I have so far really enjoyed it um, I haven't gotten you know all the way in but where I have gotten, it's awesome. It is. It just speaks to the child in me, and that's. I mean, that's why one of the reasons why I play games is just a way to get away from other things. So it has been pretty great. It's been pretty great. Good. Um, I recently purchased Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, so mm -hmm. the counterpart to Let's Go Eevee, and, and uh, it'd be good to compare some notes for that one. Yeah. Uh, so let's go over a bit of a timeline first, and kind of just talk about where Pokemon started at and where it's you know where it's come. Great. So first, obviously in 1996, Pokemon was released in Japan, right? It wasn't in the U.S. yet. Mm -hmm. Two years later, it was released here. And it was released here, and this is specifically talking about the video games. This is not talking about the cartoons, the trading cards, uh, you know, any other merchandise that may have come along with it. This is the video games specifically, since that is what our, our podcasts and our streams and our blogs and all that are about, our video games, right? So, um, again, 1996, Pokemon came to Japan. In 1998, it came to the U.S. Uh, there were 151 Pokemon in the first generation, yeah. right? Uh, I'm sure you remember... If you wanted to, I'm sure you could recite all 151. Oh, I pretty much almost could, yes. <laughs> um, but now, in, in 2021, we're currently in March of 2021, uh, there are eight generations with almost 900 Pokemon total. Wow. So it has really grown, really expanded, and there's some that people really, really like, and there's some that people really, really don't like. Uh, and it's kind of interesting to see how people respond to the different Pokemon from different generations. Like, uh, there's one that is essentially a, a trash bag, yeah. right? And yeah. I know that one catches a lot of flack. I've, hear, I've heard a lot of people talk about uh, Trubbish, I believe it is. I've heard a lot of people talk about that Pokemon with disdain. Uh -huh. um, but I'm sure there's a, a lot of people out there that really enjoy it. Right. And the ice cream cone Pokemon. Right, the ice cream cone. Yeah. <laughs> All I, kinds of fun ones. I don't know what that one's called. But, yes, it's it's an ice cream cone. It's, it's <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. I, I think that... That's almost a great concept. It gives everybody something to love. I mean, that's perfect. It's it's perfect. Exactly, <laughs> and that is something I'll be talking about a bit later too. Is is the idea that Pokemon gave something to everybody, right? I mean, whether it's a creature you loved, or the adventure you loved, or the locations you loved, or whatever it was. I mean, obviously, I'll get more into that later. But yeah. 
It's, it's really cool Something how it did for that. Everyone. Yeah. So first generation, again, 1998 came to the U.S. with uh, red, blue, and yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I started playing, right, was, was around that time. Uh, in 1999, we had the second generation introduced, and that was with the games Gold and Silver, and in 2000, they introduced Pokemon Crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, 2002 was the third generation, and that came out with Ruby and Sapphire, and then Fire Red, Leaf Green, and Emerald. The fourth generation was introduced in 2006 with Diamond and Pearl, 2008 with Platinum, and 2009 with Heart, Gold, and Soul Silver. Uh, the fifth generation came out in 2010. At this time, I'm well into adulthood, right? So I've, I've pretty much gone into my career and all that and, and uh, kind of lost track of Pokemon after fourth generation, which I wasn't right. really keeping up past first um, <clears throat> a lot anyway. But uh, I kind of really significantly dropped off at fifth gen, at least for that time. Yeah. Uh, but again, in 2010, fifth generation with black and white and 2012 with black two and white two. Uh, sixth generation came out in 2013 with X and Y, and then in 2014 they released Omega, Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire. Uh, seventh generation, 2016 they came out with Sun and Moon, 2017 Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, 2018 they released the games that we'll be talking about, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, uh, and then they actually have the eighth generation generation released after that game, which was in uh, 2019, they had Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sword and Shield being currently the, the newest of the Pokemon series that are actually out and released as of March 2021, right, as of the time of this podcast. So um, I've heard a lot about Sword and Shield. I hear from the people I've spoken to, Sword seems to be more popular of the two, but yeah. Shield definitely has its niche. Yeah. I have heard of Sword more than I have heard of Shield. Absolutely. And, yeah. and you know, I have as well. Uh, so, 8th generation, Sword and Shield came out in 2019, and I, I think it's really interesting to note that in 2021, uh, there's a new release coming out at, towards the end of the year, towards the end of this year, and it's going to be called Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, and it's actually, from what I understand, supposed to be a prequel to Diamond and Pearl, which, uh, again, Diamond yeah. and Pearl were a 4th gen game back in 2006. Yes. Um, and it's scheduled again for the end of this year. Uh, and then in 2022, early next year, Legends Arceus is scheduled to be released. And that is the first open world Pokemon open game. Open world. That'll be yep. awesome. That is going to be great. Um, I'm really excited about it. I think it's really cool. They're going to use a lot of the Zelda-like graphics with it. And it's going to be great. Perfect. Yes, that'll be wonderful. I, I want to know kind of more about that, though. So what... Do we know really kind of a storyline to that? Anything um, useful? Anything to kind of give us some some background information about it? Well, uh, again, I believe this one's going to be set as a prequel as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not sure which one in the series is going to be a prequel to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see. I did see some information that was released. A lot of it seemed conflicting with other information, so I didn't want to throw anything out there that I'm not too sure about. Yeah. But I do think it's interesting to note that... The three starter Pokemon you can choose from in Legends Arceus are three Pokemon from three different generations. So your three starters mm-hmm. are not from the same gen. And that is the first time in Pokemon history that's happened. Interesting. Yep. Absolutely. Huh. So you just got to kind of wonder how that's going to play into it. I, well, for me, that's... How is this all gonna? How is this all gonna tie together? We're gonna we're gonna find different gen Pokemon all together. That's that's new. That's yep. new for me. That's yep. awesome. Absolutely. 
Um, so now that we've kind of gotten uh, out of our timeline here a little bit, uh, I've got a few questions I would like to go over. So when did you get into Pokemon? Well, um, okay, so in terms of the Pokemon games, I started playing maybe maybe about first grade. Um, my first ever game that I played was Pokemon Red. Um, I... I really, I really loved that game. It was for me. It's kind of just nostalgic to talk about it now. You know, just it's something I grew up with in my childhood, riding in my dad's car, playing on my Game Boy, Pokemon Red. It's just, yeah. Good, good. So I actually started with Pokemon Blue. Uh, I remember when when Pokemon came out, and it was amazing. I loved it. I had a few friends that loved it. Right, not uh, not everybody had really heard about it yet. Yeah. Uh, people were kind of steering either towards it or away from it, right? They were they were forming their opinions, yep. right? Uh, and I told my mother, who asked me what I wanted for Christmas, I told her I would really love Pokemon stuff, right? I didn't necessarily have to have a video game, but I wanted something Pokemon-centered because I just thought it was wonderful. I thought it would be awesome, yeah. right? And Christmas morning, we gathered up, uh, me and my siblings, and we all drove to my Aunt Nancy's house. Uh, where at her house, uh, she has she has a much bigger area. So all of us, all of the different families within our family, uh, would get together and kind of celebrate Christmas there. Uh, I got a gift and I opened it up, and it was a Game Boy uh, Color, I believe. I want to say it was a Game Boy Color, mm-hmm. and it was uh, blue see through, so you could see all the circuits on the board, and it yes. was all super cool, right? I was so stoked. I was like, ah, you know, I got a Game Boy, and that was my first ever gaming system that belonged to me and not to the family or to my siblings. That was the first one that I ever had that was mine, was that Game Boy. A few minutes later, I got another gift. I opened it up and it was Pokemon Blue, and I about passed out. I was so excited. I looked at my aunt and I was like, oh, because she had given it to me, it had her name on it, and uh, she just laughed at me. I couldn't even formulate words, I was so excited. I didn't even want to open anything else. I was just opening that up. I was throwing it in. And then I was like, I need batteries. And she goes, open that one. And I opened it, and it was batteries. And so I threw them in there, and I shut it, and I turned it on. And my mom's like, wait, you got to open more gifts. And oh, I was just too excited. That is awesome. <laughs> <clears throat> and that was the beginning of a lifelong love for me. Yeah. That's that's so that's so awesome. Yeah, I, I have to go back there. The see-through technology was peak. <laughs> Peak performance. It just. was. <laughs> oh man, everything. If you could get the see-through plastic, yes. you were the king of tech. That was top tier. Yes, that was the coolest <laughs> thing. Even though we had no idea what those circuits did. I mean, they could have just True. painted all those on. We didn't even know if they were real. All we knew is we could see them mm-hmm. and we were awesome. Yeah, we were like, ooh, mechanic. <laughs> right? <laughs> Beautiful stuff. Just beautiful. Exactly. Um, so, who was your favorite Pokemon of all time? Ninetales. Ninetales? Um, yes, forever will be Ninetales. It's just such... I just love how beautiful it is. And it's got nine tails. Right? That's no, it's probably... It's got more than that. That's a lot of tails. It's, there's a lot of tails. It's it's just a beautiful Pokemon. That's, Good. Yeah, always my favorite. Good. Well, my favorite was Rattata. And yes. I, I could never put my finger on it. I never knew why. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like Raticate, so I like Rattata, but I don't like what it evolves to. Uh, Nothing. I don't like the Pokemon. It just wasn't on my favorites list, right? Yeah. And so I remember uh, in the beginning, you can catch either 
Pidgey or Rattata, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much between the first two towns. Yes. So I would go out in the grass and I would walk around until I got a Rattata and I would level it up and that would be my main Pokemon. And I remember having these fantasies as a kid where I would just, uh, you know, play in the yard and imagine that I had a Rattata on my shoulder and it was following me around like Pikachu did Ash and, yep. you know, doing all this. I'd pick up rocks and, you know, throw them like they were Pokeballs in the yard. I mean, it was just insane, the that's, stuff I would do. That's amazing. I, um, yeah, I kind of wish well, Pokemon Go really kind of set the stage for for me in, in terms of wanting my Pokemon outside of my my video game. So that's interesting. to Definitely. And yeah. Pokemon Go was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just came out a couple of years ago now. What do you think? It was like 2018, 2017? Um, I know yeah. I didn't list it in here. Um, <clears throat> that was a phenomenal game. Uh, I remember when it first came out, and you saw just hundreds of people walking the streets all the time. And it was like the biggest just show of solidarity yeah. amongst mankind. Like no one cared anything about anybody else, who you were, what you looked like, did not matter. Uh, you were playing Pokemon and you were at the gym and you were battling with your team and you were... Groups of people started, I mean, sorry to interrupt you, but no. yeah, groups of people started getting together. People, I mean, I remember us going to the park with, um, you know, my, my kids and everybody was there. They were all trying to, you know, they were either working together or one person was getting the gym and then it would immediately go to another uh, color, you know, it would be red and it would be blue and then it would be yellow, but then back to red. I mean, it was just awesome to see all of the people just kind of doing what they do together. It was really... Absolutely. Yeah. It was amazing. And I think for the first time, uh, my kids voluntarily went on walks. Mm-hmm. Like, so my kids are... The peak of lazy, right? <laughs> like, I would have, I mean, I would have done anything to achieve the level of laziness that my kids reach today, right? <laughs> and so, if, if they want to go to their friend's house next door, they want to ride there, right? The, yeah. You know, can you, give us a ride, please. It's so please, far. It's like, too far away. What if I get thirsty? Like, take a water bottle, <laughs> right? Um, <clears throat> but uh, I remember then, and so, we, you know, we... Now, if we want them to go on a walk, we have to be like, hey, everyone get your shoes on. We're going on a walk, and we'll hear the, you know, age-old, oh, come on, I don't want to. And we're like, nope, come on, it's healthy. we got to exercise. Let's mm-hmm. go, right? But with Pokemon Go, we were walking all the time. We were walking yeah. everywhere because they wanted to catch the, the Pokestops and the gyms, and they wanted to get, you know, all the cool stuff they Hatch could get. Hatch the eggs. Hatch their eggs, yeah. Oh, man, I got so many steps in. I remember hatching my first egg. And I was so excited, right? I put the egg in the incubator, and I only had the one with infinite uses, right? Mm-hmm. So you can only have one egg at a time. I threw in my one egg, and I'm walking forever. And I am like, this has taken so long. Come on. And finally, I got the notification, you know, like, oh, your egg is hatching, or, you know, whatever it says on there. Yeah. And uh, it was a Magikarp. I was livid. It's like, <laughs> are you kidding me? All of this. <laughs> I probably lost 40 pounds walking for a fish that knows splash. Oh, Throw man. it back. I want a new one. <laughs> Although, granted, you needed, in the Pokemon Go at least, you needed those Magikarp because you can't, um, you can't, you need the candies right, to level right. up your Pokemon. Got to so, grind them Pokemons but, yeah, up into candies. Getting it in an egg, oh, that and Pidgey. I got so uh-huh. many Pidgeys. 
I remember seeing a meme at one point that said, uh, trying to catch a Pidgey, and it just keeps escaping, right? And the quote under the meme was, why are you so hard to catch when you're so hard to want? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, beggars I, I can't be choosers. <laughs> oh, man. You get in this Pokeball <laughs> and you like it. <laughs> oh, it was the worst. So many Pidgeys and Rattatas everywhere because they released uh, one gen at a time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And in the beginning, you know, there's 151 Pokemon that you could potentially see. But 90% of what you saw was Pidgey and Rattata. Mm-hmm. And I had so many Pidgeys and Rattatas, I'm just sending them into the grinder, just getting candy, candy after candy. I was like, come on. That was, sir. Yeah. Yeah, that was like that meme that uh, was really popular when you had just a page full of ratatas, or, uh, and you're just you know that song. Anyways, that made me think of it. That was that was a great. That is awesome. A great little yeah warming up. To do, you, the, do you remember when you would have to triangulate the position of a Pokemon to find it? You know, mm-hmm. like you would see the silhouette and it'd be, you know, like the old Who's That Pokemon game. Yes. And you would walk and walk and walk until eventually it went away. Mm-hmm. And you'd turn around and walk back until it went away and you knew it was in the middle. And then you'd walk left and you'd walk right and do the same thing. And you knew it was somewhere in that middle. Yes. Right? So me and a couple of our, our friends, uh, Chris and Jan, were all driving around one day. We had just gotten done eating lunch. We're driving around town and... Uh, me and Chris got our Pokemon Go apps open, and Jan is driving, of course, and so she can't play then. Yeah. Uh, but we're driving around, and I was like, guys, I see a Bulbasaur. we got to go get this Bulbasaur. And so we drive up one road, we drive down another road, and we drive back and forth until finally we find where it's at. Mm-hmm. And it pops up on the screen, and it's at uh, a little space on the square in our, in a, in our town. We have a, a town square with a courthouse and plentiful parking around the area so mm-hmm. um we pulled up the vehicle and we pulled to the side there it is so she pulls out her app and she opens pokemon go and we're all swiping trying to get this bulbasaur and jan got it and chris got it but it ran away from me i hated that after i was the one that tracked oh, that sucker down i was yes. so excited i wanted it and it didn't work it didn't work the, the amount of effort that it took to find I, exact same thing has happened to me Slowpoke. Nobody had one. We found one in a park. We were driving around trying to find out where where it was. And, yep, they, two of my friends caught it, and I did not. It just uh, ran away from me. That's the worst. That is absolutely heartbreaking. And I can't tell you how many times I would see an Abra just to open up my phone, get that Abra, and then I don't even get a chance to throw the ball, and he just yep. teleports away. Gone. That's the just, worst. Yes. Hated that. Those Abras, you get one chance. Get that one. One chance. <laughs> uh, do you you want to talk about the Pokemon Let's Go too? Yeah. Let's kind of transition to that because I know Pokemon Go and Pokemon Let's Go have an interesting uh, synchronization that I think yes. we should talk about. Definitely. Yes. So automatically, I just want to start off by saying this to me, I mean, in my honest opinion, is probably the best game to introduce to new Pokemon players. Um, this is a pretty simple, I mean, layout. It's a pretty simple game. It gives you, I mean, I think they've made it kind of, you know, quote unquote, a little bit easier now because it's, there's experience share, um, you know, all your Pokemon get experience when you battle, all your Pokemon get experience when you catch them, uh, things like that. I, I think this, this is the perfect game to sit down with a little kid and introduce them to it. Mm -hmm. So great way to get more Pokemon lovers, I think. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so what, what's one of your favorite changes between the Pokemon? Because you mentioned earlier that it's a lot like Pokemon Yellow, mm-hmm. right? So first of all, how, how is it similar? How is it this almost the same? Well, so basically, I mean, it's still the same st- storyline. I, I, I have played before, so I know, I know what I'm doing. You know, I know where I'm going. I know what I'm going to get. I mean, essentially, uh, you know, I know what I'm going to get. I know where I'm going to find certain things. I know where to take certain things. You know, things like that. Um, very similar concept. It's basically the same game. I like that. I like being able to play on my updated system, a game that I played in my childhood when I was little, you know. The graphics are certainly better. Graphics are uh, way better, yes. And better color, better just everything. Yes, yes. Music is no longer, you know, 8-bit or whatever it was out of the Game Boy Color. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So one of the things I think that I really enjoy is it is almost like a port of the old game. Updated graphics and everything, like we said, right? Mm -hmm. But it's essentially the same game. So I can relive that game from my childhood. I can have my kids play it and try it out, and it's not going to bore them, and they're not going to say, I can't even see anything. I can't tell what that is. You know? Yes. Um, but it's the same towns on the same map. You start in Pallet Town, and you go all the way to the Elite Four. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Team Rocket's there. I just got done beating Giovanni in the in the uh, Team Rocket Casino, mm-hmm. right? So uh, getting ready to head back to Lavender Town with the Silvscope. Yeah. Uh, that's always fun. Um, so... It's essentially the same game, but there are key differences. Yes. Like, no more bicycles. Yes. Right? Which, off the cuff, sounds not fun. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But there's actually a more interesting way to get around town now. Mm -hmm. You want to go into that a little bit? I cannot. I have not gotten that far yet. You haven't. I have not. You can actually do it the second you catch the right Pokemon. Really? So there are a number of Pokemon that are rideable. So I caught a Rhyhorn. Uh, but you can also ride Persian and a number of other Pokemon, right? There are a number of other ones. Growlithe, I think you can ride. Really? Uh, there's a number of rideable Pokemon, yes. So there's no more bicycle. But now, if you go into your Pokemon bag, I, I want to say the Pokemon has to be in your party. And there will be an option that says, let out of Pokeball. And if you click that option, your Pikachu or your Eevee, in your case, stays out. But this other Pokemon comes out, too, and you just hop on its back and start riding it around. Okay. That is... Amazing. I did not know that. I have a Growlithe. I did not know that you can do that. I did know that you can ride. I did know at some point you will be able to ride the Pokemon. I have not gotten there yet. So, well. There's no TM or HM or anything at all. You just like pop that guy out and jump on his back. just get on that Pokemon. Oh my goodness. Yep. That is amazing. That's adorable. I can't wait to see if... I know Fly is not the same way, or at least I suspect it's not, because yeah. I have pulled out, I've tried to pull out like Pidgey and stuff, and I, you know, Pidgeotto, and I can't fly anywhere with it. Dang. Uh, but I'm hoping if I can get like a Gyarados or a Tentacruel or something like that, then I can just pull it out near the water and, you know, you swim. Yeah. And I don't know, but I'm going to try. But <gasps> yeah, I can't believe you didn't try that out Yeah, yet. no, no really I didn't cool. even try. Oh, wow. First thing I'm doing when I get home tonight. And is. it's funny, too, because I thought <laughs> the, the only reason I even pulled that Rhyhorn out was because I was walking around and I was looking at the options and just kind of playing with the buttons and stuff. And I remember seeing the let out of Pokeball option, uh, but I was looking at the Charmander I had. And I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool to see Charmander follow me instead of Pikachu for a while. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, it would be ridiculous to see this Rhyhorn follow me around, right? <laughs> because it is... Very large, right? Humongous, so yeah. I pulled the right horn out. Pikachu did not go away, and I just jumped on his back and started riding. And I was like, oh, what? Wow. <laughs> this is great. 
Now, the only problem, though, is Rhyhorn is very big. So if I run through the, the street of any city and there's someone standing in the street, if I walk beside them, Rhyhorn goes away and I walk past them and then he pops back up and I keep riding. So. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Just, just I'm hiding. Yep. <laughs> and I'm back. <laughs> and back. Um, but uh, what, what are some other differences that you've liked? Um, so as a, as a kid, I didn't try this, so maybe it was a thing, but I'm pretty sure that wasn't. Um, Catch combos. You can, if you catch the same Pokemon multiple times, yeah, you have a chance not, to get a shiny. That was not a thing. Okay, and that's what I figured, but you know, just had to. Uh, that's cool. That is very cool. The, yeah. And see, I didn't know that, so now I'm gonna go back and try to catch a bunch of Rattata so I can get a shiny Rattata. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, uh, let's see what else I have here. Uh, oh, I I love that you can wiggle the controller on the switch, and your little EV will pop up. You can pet it. Yep. You can feed it. I mean, that's adorable. That's I, that's adorable. I mean, it doesn't. It's not a park or anything. Well, it is a park, but it's adorable. I really love that. Um, <laughs> the XP for everyone is just probably my favorite. Right. Just that yeah. honestly. Because I remember so many times when I was trying to level up a Magikarp, like I listed earlier, mm-hmm. right? Trying to get that Gyarados, and I would have that Magikarp in the front of my party. And I would start any combat situation, right, any fight with anyone else, whether it was a wild Pokemon or a trainer battle or whatever, and I would yeet that Magikarp out and throw in someone else really quick who could actually fight, and I would have to do that for five bajillion battles until that Magikarp finally evolved to Gyarados. Yeah. Um, But now, anytime you catch a Pokemon, you get XP, which wasn't a thing before, right? At least yep. I don't remember it being a thing. I don't think it was, um, yeah. Anytime you, you know, but now, not only do you get XP for catching the Pokemon, all of the Pokemon on your belt get XP. Mm-hmm. And when you beat any trainer in the wild, you get more XP for the Pokemon that were in the fight, but everybody else still gets XP. Almost like they all have an XP share attached yes. to them. Yes, That has been, that, that's, that's been awesome. I, I mean, there's, I can't, I can't. I can't brag about that enough. I mean, the XP share. Oh, yeah, that is not, so yes. good. So good. It's amazing. Um, um, sorry. No, you're good. They took out uh, some of the things I don't like that are different. Mm-hmm. So they took out Cut, essentially, and they replaced it with a different move, with a different TM, right? Mm-hmm. Which is fine. But it's not really, no, it's not a TM. It's a, it's a technique that's taught to your, in my case, my Pikachu and yep. your Eevee, I imagine, yep. right? Um, so when I go up to a tree that I need to cut down... I hit the button, Pikachu cuts the tree down. And you always have your Pikachu on your shoulder, so it's not like, you know, that doesn't matter because there's no bank to store them in now. Now you have a Pokemon box in your inventory, and you can switch your team out wherever you are in the game. Yeah. But when you cut that tree down, and you pass it, and you leave the screen, when you come back, that tree is back, and you have to cut it again. And it's not it's not a long animation you have to watch, but it's still an animation where you have to sit here and be like, do you want to cut the tree down? Yes, I want to cut the tree down. Thing pops up on the screen. Pikachu hi-yahs through this uh, tree with its tail-looking thing, right? Just kind of does what almost looks like a little pride chop with its tail. Mm-hmm. Animation goes away, and now I can walk through. And then, of course, there's another tree on the other side. Do you want to cut down the tree? Yes, I want to cut down the tree. Animation comes up. Pikachu tail-chop the thing. Animation goes away, and I can walk through. And then two areas later, there's another tree, and you yeah. got to do it again. Then you come back, and you got to do all of them again. And that, I don't like that change. Um but yeah, no, uh, the bank. Yeah, there's no bank now. Yeah, I did notice that. I was kind of at first, I I didn't really pay much attention. I was just, but but I when I went to, 
I wanted to go switch out my Pokemon. And I was like, where? I went to the Pokemon or to the Pokemon Center and there was nothing. There was. Right. I was like, no ATM or no PC. That's what it was. Yeah, no PC. Remember, Bill used to give you the PC access. Yeah. And there's nothing. You couldn't, I couldn't find one. I was like, oh. Bill was still there. Yes. Yep, he's still a Pokemon. He's Mm -hmm. a, was he a Nidoran? Uh, Yes, he was, he was a Nidoran. Yep, Yep, yep. Which is cool because I always wondered what he was back in the Game Boy Color days because I could tell he was something, but he was more of a amorphous blob of something with eyes. Yeah, right. Because right. back then they really didn't have many different. Uh, you saw the Pokemon, but it was a generic, plain Pokemon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it didn't really. Yeah, you had no way of knowing. Yeah. That's cool. And so more differences yeah. are now you can see the Pokemon. You know? Yes. You want to talk about that a bit? Sure, yeah. Yes, the fact that you can walk around and just a Pokemon just comes up. You can you can select which Pokemon you want to go after. That's so interactive. That's awesome. Right? See, so they still spawn near yeah. the grass or in the grass, but now they can walk out of the grass, and you yes. see them all over the map. And to me, not only does that make it easier, like you said, because you can select which Pokemon you want to capture mm-hmm. instead of just aimlessly walking in a circle in the same patch of grass because I know I saw a Pikachu here last time. Yes. Right? Now you can just wait and see until one pops up, uh, and there's still lures and stuff like there is in Pokemon Go. Um, but now it makes the world look so much more alive with Pokemon just teeming everywhere. Yes. And so cool. The um, the circles around them when, when they're bigger or smaller, mm-hmm. that's awesome you yep. just know which pokemon you want to and yeah. and now let's talk about some of the some of the similarities with pokemon go mm-hmm. and and uh the safari zone or the park in future city now yes so i haven't um played around there yet but what i'm understanding is you can take a pokemon from your pokemon go and add it to your arsenal yep that's yep if you make it to Fuchsia City, Yes. there's a zone where you can hook your PlayStation Go app up or you can connect your PlayStation Go account to your Pokemon Let's Go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can transfer those Pokemon essentially into one of six zones that are in that area. Uh, and once they're in there, you can you know see them all playing with each other and stuff, and you can select one to put into your Pokemon box and take with you. Uh, at that point, you can train them with your friends, you can level them up, you can do any number of things. And I know I've got a few Pokemon in Pokemon Go that I am excited to transfer over. Yeah, so even if it's not Gen 1? That I don't know. Okay. Yeah, that is going to be interesting to Mm -hmm. find out. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to... Yeah, I I need to play around with it more because... I, I, Yeah. And uh, the catching system is a lot like Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. So now instead of having to, uh, I guess, beat the enemy to where its health bar is really low and throwing a Pokeball at it, right? Like you used to have to do. Now, it looks just like Pokemon Go. The Pokemon pops up on the screen, there's the white circle, and then there's another circle whose color depends on the difficulty of the Pokemon to catch yep. uh, that kind of shrinks. But instead of swiping the screen, now you just have to turn your your you know, your know Joy-Cons or whatever it is you're using, because mm-hmm. I know like you have a Switch, I have a Switch Lite, so I turn the whole Switch Lite, so I don't know what the Switch itself, if you do that differently, if it's just a Joy-Con. Mm-hmm. Um, but you kind of aim it where you want, and you hit the A button and it throws the Pokeball. Uh, it's much simpler to aim, uh, but it is way easier to catch, and you don't have to battle them now. Uh, and then when you do catch it, you get XP for your team. Um, it is so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. So would you recommend 
Pokemon Let's Go to those who are watching. Oh, yes. 100%. I would definitely recommend it. That is definitely a game. If, like I say, it's it's kind of, it's made it kind of easier. Um, so maybe if you want more of a challenge, it's, but yes, in, in general terms, I, I would recommend it to everybody. It's, it's beautiful. It's, Absolutely. Yeah. And the fact that, um, you know, okay, so with the switch, with, with at least the regular switch, you can, if you, do, if you have it docked, um, your Pokemon can sometimes avoid a move in battle. Um, you could be like, well, I don't know if it's for, for yours too, for the light too. Um, but you can, it can, it'll say something along the lines of, you shouted and your Eevee moved out of the way before it got hit. You know, stuff like that. If you have it docked, it does that. So mine so. will do things, mine will do things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen the shouted one yet, but I have seen things that have said like, um, your, you know, pick a Pokemon didn't want to disappoint you, so it toughed out the last hit, right? Aww. That kind of thing. Uh, that happens fairly frequently if they get down to low HP and something's going to take them out. It'll take them down to one HP and it'll say it toughed it out because it didn't want to make you sad. Um, and then, but then it'll say things that seem like they're just saying it to pull at your heart. You know, yeah. like um, uh, Pikachu looks like he's in a tough spot. He looks like he's about to cry, right? Or yes. he's in a pinch. And I'm yes. always like, oh no, I'm trying to switch <laughs> him out. Cry. The last time Pikachu was at one HP, said it looks like he's in a tough spot, and but he was poisoned from the last attack that took him from full health to one, mind you, and he was poisoned. And then it said it looks like he's about to cry, and I was like, oh no. And then I saw the and then he died from the poison. I was like, no, Pikachu. Yeah, Pikachu. Um, but it, it looks like we are at our time here, so. Uh, I definitely recommend Pokemon Let's Go as well as Tater Sauce here. I do. Uh, it is a wonderful game. If you haven't played it, you should. It is amazing. Give it a shot. So, again, I am Shadow with Team Shadow. I'm Tater Sauce with Team Shadow. Yep. Uh, we have this podcast here. We have a blog on TeamShadow.com. Uh, we stream. Yep. We uh, obviously do the podcast, blog. Um, we upload videos to YouTube, so go check us out there. Uh, we are all over the place. We do have some merch on Amazon, so if you go into Amazon and search Shadow, the brand Shadow, S-C-H-A-D-D-O, you can see we've got a couple shirts and stuff up there you can get. Uh, this is actually one of them here, so you can see it's just got the Shadow logo there on the chest. Um, check it out. It's really cool stuff. Uh, I did want to say, too, before we end, that this episode uh, is is brought to you by Noisy Ghost Productions. Uh, they are sponsoring this episode, and they are doing the audio for us, so they are awesome. There will be a link available somewhere here. Uh, there is also a link on our website, but uh, there will be a link somewhere near the podcast where you can click it and go see their stuff. Uh, on our website, we'll throw their logo up there too so you can see it. Noisy Ghost Productions is an amazing company. They do really great work, and we hope you give them a uh, uh, view too. Yeah. So, All right, well, thanks everybody for watching. We appreciate your time, and we hope you come check us out again for the next podcast.